Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Uh, now, I'm delighted to be joined in studio by well known butcher Pat Whelan of James Whelan Butchers, whose book, The Irish Beef Book, has just been reprinted to celebrate its 10th anniversary. And Pat joins me now to talk all things beef. Pat, how are you? I'm great, thanks, Bobby, and yourself. Now, this book was described as a love letter to craft butchery. Is that a fair analysis of the book? Uh, uh, Ten be. years on. It would be. Yeah. When you've spent your lifetime in an, in an industry like butchering and uh, you have an appreciation, as I would, for the craft of butchery, uh, the book celebrates everything that's great about butchery. Yeah. Um, what made you write the book uh, firstly, 10 years ago? Well, during the, in, in ten, 10 years ago, there was a lot of people um, um, trying to, I suppose, uh, navigate the, the financial crisis and reliving, uh, re, reawakening their interest in home cooking and also uh, looking at uh, different ways of, of balancing the book. And um, at that time, I had just opened a shop in Monkstown and... Uh, that was a, a very interesting time for me as I was growing the business. And a lot of people were coming into the shop and they were asking me for cheaper cuts. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was kind of, for me, a little bit, you know, there's nothing cheap about meat. You know, it, it's, it's we were a little bit lacking in the knowledge of how to actually get the most out of uh, the entire animal and how to understand it. So uh, Katie McGuinness, who was a customer of mine and a great friend and an accomplished home cook, uh, and I got together and I said to her, OK, uh, we, we should we should aspire to making pizza, but using oxtail as a topping. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's where the conversation started. And hence the Irish Beef Book was born. And it celebrates that nose to tail uh, approach to butchery and also to utilisation of the carcass. Um, and that has f- that has fueled a conversation now of uh, sustainability and making more out of everything and understanding more of the anatomy of the animal, etc. Yeah, when when you mention sustainability, there the farmer seems to be, you know, almost the enemy of the green agenda. But when you think about what farmers do and the kind of work that they do, they're anything but. Well, absolutely. You know, I think probably misunderstood is, is kind of where they sit in the whole thing. But as consumers, I think we have to uh, make more out of what we have as well and, and understand it more, you know. Yeah. Um, and when you look at industries like the wine industry and you look at how they have developed the industry, I think we have to take inspiration from other sectors to try and really develop um, the, the beef industry and, and the meat industry and agriculture in general in, in this country. We have a unique opportunity. What's changed in in 10 years, uh, you know, if you reflect, uh, if you were writing the book today, uh, what would would be different in it, Pat? Very different. 10 years is a long time. It it is a long time. It's also a short time. A short time and a long time. (laughs) You know, and when when you look at it, um, meat is still very important to Irish people. And on the dinner plate, meat is a significant uh, contributor to the dinner. In actual fact, if, um, if the meat is wrong and the veg is good... Uh, the dinner is a disaster, whereas the other way around, uh, there's almost forgiveness. Yeah. So meat in the hierarchy of choice is, is, uh, is, is a big part of the diet, you know, and we have a huge connection with it. And the interesting thing in, in doing the book was there are over 120,000 small holdings in Ireland. So we have a huge connection uh, to beef and to yeah. beef farming. So there's a huge appreciation, there's huge diversity and there's huge choice. Do do you think people have become braver in terms of their ambition, culinary-wise, 
uh, in terms of, as you say, even things like, you know, uh, taking on lesser known cuts, maybe cheaper cuts, but but working harder with them to get greater flavour and almost to get a better end result. Absolutely. The, cons- the customer today is way more informed, way more educated. And that education has come in a kind of a social way on TV and, and through other mediums of online. And cooking is almost now a pastime um, where people are exploring, discovering and understanding flavour, understanding um, how to get the most out of, out of things that we probably would have discarded in the past. Um, and there's a, there's a sense of joy out of celebrating and sharing that, that uh, discovery. Uh, and you're seeing a lot of people benefiting from it, you know. Yeah. And in terms of their understanding, travel has been a huge part of that also because, you know, um, if, you, if you look at uh, what people bring back from travels and then you look at um, society and, and you look at even a business like our own uh, business that has grown over 10 years and recently there are 29 nationalities working uh, within our business. So uh, that's brought huge diversity and, and and, and uh, huge colour to that whole uh, food collage almost, you know. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, and I think you were a great, you've always been a great in- innovator around display packaging and how, how meat is actually displayed in store. Give us a little bit of your thoughts around that and, and you know, I suppose, enticing a purchase. Well, I, I think, you know, presentation is nine tenths of a sale as far as, uh, you know, and that's how I would have been, uh, I would have been brought up in the business. And I was privileged uh, to have learned my trade at the feet of my mother and father, who were great retailers in their own way. But my mother taught me about the lifetime value of a customer and understanding to uh, the desire to want to give the customer more. Yeah. Um, and at that appreciation, if, if the focus of the business is wanting to give the customer more, presentation is a consequence of that. Um, and I suppose when you have an integrated supply chain like we had, uh, where we have a farm um, abattoir and retail outlet, um, you have an appreciation of the raw material right from the very beginning. Yeah. So it's nurture and nature. Uh, and that leads to respect. And that respect really drives um, how you feel about the product and how you want to portray the product and how you want the customer to understand the value of the product. And value is so much more than the price. Uh, the value is in the the, the beauty, the, the naturalness of it uh, and the uniqueness of it. You know, and, and I think we have we have uh, made great strides and we have a long way to go in, in developing the understanding of uh, of the understanding that that meat is good meat is an investment in your future health and well-being. Uh, it, it's a book that I've uh, used on many occasions. If you were if I was asked to, to ask you about uh, two recipes that you might uh, recommend from the book, maybe one from from somebody who's a beginner or not, not uh you know, very experienced from culinary perspective, and and then one that's a bit, a little bit more challenging. Well, there's a there's an excellent steak and kidney with a suet pudding, uh, a suet pastry in it, um, and it it's oh, it, making my mouth water. It, now. it, it just brings uh, <laughs> it's everything that home is about for me. Yeah. Um, where you actually uh, utilize the suet into the pastry and bring that beefiness into the whole thing. And I'm always intrigued by um, oxtail as a topping on pizza because it's a great one to put on the table just for the reaction alone. Uh, because it starts that conversation or understanding about people eating something that they may have discarded or sometimes um, not wanted to eat because they have some aversion to one or other of, of those things. But I, I think uh, those um, uh, the book provokes uh, and also gets people to think about uh, meat in a different way and to utilise the carcass uh, totally. And, and that's the celebration for me. Yeah. 
And finally then, Pat, can I ask you about uh, business? Uh, it's been good, I know. Uh, you've been in business a long time, right from working behind the counter to scaling uh, your business uh, through the likes of Avoca and Duns. And how, as 